Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome to episode 10 on the ba- of the Bagels and Locks podcast. It is a lovely, rainy, pitch black evening here in New York City with David Santola. My name is Chase Midorski. Uh Dave, did you do some jumping around at Camp Randall last week? And how was that experience? I, I did. Um, a, a cool football experience, a, a bucket list stadium. Did they um, win? I had no idea. What? Did they win? They did win. They beat Maryland handily. Um, and that was just about the only bet that I, I, uh, hit all weekend. So, uh, really, really, really bad gambling weekend. We'll get to that in a minute, but, um, a good weekend. Otherwise. Fantastic. You get some cheese curds. Oh, I ate a lot of cheese curds, drank a lot of spotted cow, like a lot. Um, yeah, I got my, my brats Madison sweatshirt on right now. None of you can see it, but shout out brats. Good spotted cow. Yeah, none of that means a thing to me. But I'm glad you and Annie had a good time on Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, bad gambling week for the show. Uh, we want to combine one and nine. Uh, and the one was uh, picking against the Cardinals. So good thing the Cardinals suck. Jesus. For, for all of our listeners that didn't just hear that, me and Chase went one win and nine losses on our 10 picks last week. I mean... It's really, really hard to be that bad um, to everybody who's been fading us or everybody who threatened to fade us when we said we were coming back with season two. You know, I root for our listeners and I hope I hope that you did fade us because you would be up so much money right now. Um, but you're all cowards and I know you did. Yeah, I fell below 500 for the year. I'm not 21, 23 and one uh, Clemson minus three and a half versus Notre Dame. Clemson shit the bed. K-State plus two and a half versus Texas. K-State shit the bed. Tennessee plus eight versus Georgia. You're you're noticing a common trend here. Tennessee shit the bed. Uh, Cardinals covered, or the Seahawks covered plus two versus Cardinals. Eagles minus 13 and a half versus Texans. They won by 12. They did not shit the bed. They just didn't cover, which is more than I could say for the other three games. So there you go. And yeah, for for all of you uh, math wizards out there, Chase was one for four and we were one for nine. Um, so that's right. It finally happened. Um, I lost every single game I bet on. Pain is just weakness um, leaving the body. That's what they say, right? You know, the what the first time I went one and four, um, which is embarrassing that I even have to say the first time, because yes, it's happened a few times this season. The first time it was like utter depression because my reality was shattered. I was like, I'm a good gambler, this shouldn't happen to me. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have a good record on the show. Um, and now it's like, you know, I'm, I'm at the, the bargaining stage of my 12 steps and it's like, I'm a shitty gambler, but you know, I, I, I can, maybe I can fix this anyway. It's not shocking anymore when, um, the losses are this bad. So quickly to run through them, I had Arizona minus two and they lost by 10. That was a stupid bet. I thought I smelled a rat that didn't exist. Um, had Carolina plus seven and a half. I got blown out by the Bengals. 
Miami minus five. That one was almost a hitter, but uh, they played a close game with the Bears. Shout out Justin Fields. Looks good. Um, Colts plus five and a half. I said New England shouldn't blow anybody out. Colts really suck, and I overlooked that fact. And then Tennessee plus eight. Um, that was the real rat line of the weekend. And as uh, CEO of uh, rat line detection, I, I failed in my duties there. So um, just a really, really, really bad weekend of gambling from me from Chase, um, and, and from this podcast and, and from both of us, I apologize. Yeah. Um, I will also say, I would say just a tough sports weekend in general. Um, agreed. I mean, UCLA won, but the Astros won the world series. Um, I think Wake lost, right? Not, not to yeah. run the ball. that was more of a gen, generally genuine curious. I think they lost. Yep, that's our second loss in a row um, and pretty much guarantees that we'll be in some shitty rinky-dink bowl, probably be in Annapolis in the military bowl, so that'll suck. Um, and then, yeah, the Giants kind of lost the bye week because McKinney ran over his hand on an ATV. How in the fucking world did they let these guys still go to Mexico after that picture in 2016 set the franchise back six years? Yeah, I Who's agree. This out? Is, I, I feel like the Mara family should just, like, private fly them somewhere like congratulations you're going to you're going to puerto rico here's a free trip no one's allowed to mexico yeah keep them out of mexico all right my picks this week i got three college two nfl i'll start in the college ranks we're going back rock chalk jayhawk kansas plus three and a half versus texas tech kansas is back um they absolutely embarrassed oklahoma state last week uh, I'm actually going to fact check myself to make sure that was last week. Give me one second. <laughs> but I believe at one point they were up, uh, I think like 28 nothing. Yeah. So they won 37 16. It's 37 16. Embarrassed OK State. Lubbock, Texas Tech, not a super easy place to play. But look, these have been my ride or dies all year. They qualified for the bowl game. I think they got some momentum. Um, and Texas Tech, I think Joey McGuire is, is building something good there. But it's not this year. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, Kansas plus three and a half. Any concern that now that they're bull eligible for the first time in like 20 years or whatever it is, that they'll take their foot off the gas pedal? No, Leopold won't let it happen because he's either A, coaching for a raise or B, coaching for the Wisconsin job um, or even the Arizona State job. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, look, I, we, we, there's a couple teams we've been riding on and we sort of stopped riding on them when they started losing us money, but... You know, when, when times get tough, it's it's good to go back to the well. So I support this one. All right. First pick, who you got? All right. Um, because I've been so, so inept at, at picking football games this season, my record is now 15 and 30. You've heard that right. So if you've been fading me, you're 30 and 15. Congrats. Because I've been so inept, I'm taking a different approach this week. A coin flip? Um, no. So I have a, a buddy, um, and he has uh, a, a model where he's been mathematically modeling who will win NFL games all year. The guy's like a, a Rhodes Scholar or something. He's supposed to be a genius. I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I'm going to read a little bit into the, what this model does. I probably won't even understand it. But anyway... I'm kind of desperate. Uh, I'm willing to grasp onto anything for hope. So I'm going to bet this model this week. Um, it's, it's hit on 85 uh, of 
its record is 85 and 52 on the season picking money line games. Good. So it's good. I don't think they beat the bookie that much. They seem to beat 538 a good bit. You know, they've hit 85 games. Bookies hit 83. 538 hits 80. Anyway, people we'll see how this five, week plays out. People hate 538, man. Every time that there's a political election, people just fucking hate Nate Silver. Sorry, I just wanted to get that in there. Yeah, you know, he missed on Trump so badly that everybody's just kind of pissed off at him. Yeah, well, he doomed our nation. Anyway, who's your pick? Anyway, I'm betting with the model on all five of my picks, and the model only does uh, professional games, so I'm taking pro games. Um, my first pick is I'm taking Rams minus three at home versus the Cardinals. Um, model aside, it feels good to bet against the Cardinals because they really suck and they're not winners. Um, the Rams are also not winners and suck, but I don't know. I, I, rooting for the Cardinals is, is massively infuriating, and I'm really sick of doing it. So excited to bet on the Rams. Thank you, model. I'm taking Rams minus three as well. Um, I actually had it at minus two the last time I checked, but I will ride minus three in unison. I've been speaking this for weeks and weeks and weeks. Cliff Kingsbury was never a good college coach. Never. He had Patrick fucking Mahomes and still finished his tenure at Texas Tech below 500. I think it was 35 and 40. He was going to be the USC. It wasn't even like when the Cardinals hired him. They were competing with another college for a head coaching job. He was going to be the OC at USC for Clay Helton. Wasn't like he was going to be um, Lincoln Riley's OC, Clay Helton's OC. All which is to say, I just don't think he's a good coach. John Warford, Wake's prodigal son, he might play. Honestly, I think that might help the Rams. They've looked very stagnant with Stafford, and despite that, the defense had a you know stroke the last 40 seconds of the game to let Brady win last week. I think the Rams bounce back. And I think at this point, Kyler's just phoning it in until Kingsbury gets fired. I'm riding with Rams minus three as well. Agree that Kingsbury's going to get canned. Um, I totally should have mentioned my boy, John. Shout out John Wolford, go Deeks. Um, absolute scrapper uh, and a winner. He, he's a, he's a fun to watch play. He like, He's a scrappy little guy. He's like 5'11". You know, I, I he loves to run. Like what they need. They need some schoolyard bullshit, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, like he's 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 a, a winner. And he, he works his ass off. And he's just gritty. So I agree. I think it'll do them some good. All right. So that leads me to what is your second pick? Right, because you just did two. Um, all right. My next pick is Seattle plus two and a half. So, by the way, the model doesn't pick with the line, it just picks money line. So like the model can be right on that Rams minus three pick and they could win by one or two and I could be wrong. Sure. This Seattle two and a half is the other way. So the model thinks Seattle's winners here, um, but they're still getting two and a half points. Um, I've been skeptical of the Seahawks all year. Uh, it feels like at any moment, Geno Smith's going to return back to his regular self that we've seen for like nine years, you know, I'm skeptical of anybody that plays well for nine games sustaining that versus the nine years of track record that we have. So I don't love this, but look, the Bucks look like shit. They're clearly hurt up front. Um, so whatever, model time. I got Seahawks plus two and a half for Tampa Bay as well. Um, I know this is not a particularly exciting show and I'm just riding with you, but at the same time, I watched a little bit of that Bucks game um, against the Rams. And again, Brady, that was like Brady 10 years ago. He pulled it out of his ass. The O-line is terrible. Um, 
no lanes for Leonard Fournette and Rashad White. Uh, Mike Evans, and it's been killing me in fantasy. It's not even that he's a show. He just drops passes. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, physically, is he what he used to be? No, but nobody is. He just drops passes consistently. You know, you look at last week, they relied on Kate Ogden so much at tight end. And this Seahawks team, I think this is this is the team that Pete Carroll always envisioned, even when Russ was quarterback. We're not going to make mistakes in the passing game. With Kenneth Walker, we're going to run it down your throats. We're going to control the time of the possession. We're going to play solid D. Do I think this Seahawks team is his real Super Bowl contender? No. But do I think they're going to make the playoffs in the NFC? Absolutely. Um, and I would not say the same thing about Tampa, except for the fact they're in a historically terrible division. Uh, agreed. Um, I mean, I, I, I think the Seahawks are a, a well-rounded football team. And to your point, they run the ball. They don't make mistakes. They don't turn the ball over. Um, this game is in Munich. Does that make any difference? I can't figure out why it would, but. Um, well, some people say Brady's a Nazi. So, you know, maybe that gives him an edge, but not, dude. I think Pete Carroll's just going to go out and crush it in Germany. Like, I could see him going out the night before just slamming Steins with the people in Munich. And the night after. Um, yeah. my, my other big thing with the Bucks is just, and we're seeing it also uh, in the AFC now with Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. Like, there's certain guys who, Pat Shermer. They're just coordinators. Yeah, I know what you're about to say. They're just coordinators. Yeah, I was just trying to give another good example where it's just, Jack Del Rio is just a coordinator. Yeah, and, like, they're really good. Co- Jack Del Rio, I actually wouldn't even loop into that because he did, between the Jaguars and the Raiders, make the playoffs a couple times. Um, you know, I, these guys, they're just. Frank not, Reich. Huh? Frank Reich. He's a yeah. good coordinator. Some of these guys, I mean, I guess he was some they're not yeah. head coaches. And it's too bad, too, because, like, Todd Bowles definitely fits the description of leaders of men. But, like, this team, I mean, I know Brady's a year older, but good God did they take a major step back this year. Yeah, not an endorsement for um, for him as a coach. For, for the record, by the way, for our listeners, again, we went one and nine last week. And we're, and in, we're, now and we're in, in agreement. <laughs> we're now in agreement on two picks. So if you're ever going to fade, this is the moment. Rams minus three, Seattle plus two and a half. All right, third pick, what you got? Third pick, next model pick. Um, this is another one where I, I'm taking minus minus line. Um, I'm taking the Bears minus three. So model didn't exactly tell me to do this, but it 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 pushed me there. Um, I mean, I don't I don't love this is sort of a, a model job as well. I don't love it. Um, I feel like the Bears and, and that offense that all of a sudden is prolific is bound to come back down to earth this week. The Lions are coming off a nice win where they look like they're frisky selves, but they finally won a close one. Um, and they played really good defense, although maybe it's just the Packers offense and, and Rodgers just looking really bad and throwing I mean, the all Rogers those picks. Two line, the Rodgers two goal line picks were awful. True. No, I like to think it was it was good Lions defense. But anyway, I'm, I'm trying to talk myself out of the pick, but the model's already made it. Bears minus three. Uh, I agree with you on Bears minus three. This was like every time right before the podcast, I have like nine or ten picks, and then I just kind of mix and match while we're recording. Um, I did have Bears minus three down. I, I mean, look, am I going to say Justin Fields is the answer yet? No, I'm not comfortable making that assessment quite yet. But what I will say is they finally figured out how to utilize this guy. Let him just play around, have fun, and be athletic. Play and cater to his strengths. And this offense does look like it has turned a corner. 
Uh, again, I don't know what they're going to do defensively. This Lions offense is definitely very frisky. Um, but I think this could be a fun shootout, which for Lions-Bears is not something we've gotten to say too often in the past 10 years. Yeah, I don't see this as a shootout. I, I don't think what the, what the Bears did last week is replicable at all. And I don't, I don't see this Lions team being high octane, especially if they're not going to get Swift involved. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Swift supporter, and I, I, I just don't understand why he's not getting touches there. Um, but we're in agreement. Bears minus three. All right, my fourth pick. Uh, I'm going to go back to the college ranks on this one. I'm going to go Louisville plus seven versus Clemson. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were calling for Scott Satterfield's job. Louisville's been good. They're on a nice little hot streak. Malik Cunningham, such a dynamic quarterback. For me, what this really comes down to is this Clemson offense the past three games um, has really just looked broken. Um, against Syracuse, they had to come back. Didn't look great. DJ got pulled. I mean, against Notre Dame, they more or less got shut out. They scored two touchdowns late. But I think DJ's confidence is shattered. Um, and if DJ's on the bench, you're starting a freshman and Clay Kubnick. I, I think this Clemson team, they were able to win a lot of close games early. That masked a lot of flaws. Um, and again, maybe they bounce back because we can kick the crap out of Louisville. But this is the definition of one team's hot. One team is ice cold. Let's ride the hot hand. Yeah, I, first I want to say you gave me some whiplash there by jumping back to college after we just did NFL. You can't do that. It scrambles well, my I was, brain. Well, I was going to say the college pick, but then I agreed with you on the NFL pick, so it didn't make sense to then circle back to your No, I get it. I get it. I get well, it. I get it. About, Still I'm all about fluidity. My brain is, is, is struggling to go back to the college game, but I'll try my best. Um, this is an ACC bet, which I've been – the, of my 15 and 30, a lot of those losses are bad ACC bets. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. Um, I mean, Louisville is, is real hot. I agree with you. They beat the brakes out of us. They killed James Madison, one of this podcast darlings, early on in the season. Um, and, and Clemson's going the other way, obviously. I like the freshman. What, what's his name? Clubnick? Clubcheck? Yeah, Clint something. Yeah, whatever. Club check. I like club check. Um, from from what I've seen, and I didn't watch any of the game last week. Um, he, he looks like he's going to be a real player. He's young, and, and he you know he hasn't really gotten a lot of first team reps, which hurts. Um, but whenever Clemson plays anybody in the ACC, it's like they're the better team at ninety percent of the positions on the field. So at any moment, you just feel like they could blow someone out. Um, this game is in Death Valley. And if it had happened two weeks ago, they'd be giving like three or four touchdowns. So the fact that it's all the way back down to seven scares me. I wouldn't bet Louisville, but I, I wouldn't bet Clemson either. This is a, a total toss up and you might as well flip a coin. Let's go Cardinals. Uh, fourth pick. Who you got? Fourth pick. Uh, I got Saints minus one and a half. Steelers look terrible. The Saints, I don't know what the Saints are. I mean, are. Saints have also looked bad to be fair, but... <laughs> They're, they're frustrating, though. Like, I feel like sometimes you get the good Saints offense where, like, you know, they put up 30 or 40 points. Um, and then sometimes you get, like, what they've done, what they did last week. I didn't, I didn't watch any of that game, admittedly, against the Ravens. Um, but I heard they looked bad. I heard Dalton looked bad. Dalton's going to go again this week, right? They're still going to start him? Yeah, they're riding Andy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not betting the Steelers, especially if they're, they're only getting like 
point or point or two points. I got this at one and a half. So out of uh, by default, I'm betting the Saints because I won't bet the Steelers. Uh, this was also one of my last games that I cut. Um, yeah, I don't think either team is very good, but I don't trust Kenny P. I trust I would, Kamara more than I trust Kenny P. I agree. I, I would say the under is going to look attractive here. It's only 40, but I know people are like, Pittsburgh can't score at all. Maybe they score a touchdown and kick a field goal. I wouldn't touch it because the Saints team, they're, they're, they're unpredictable and they can explode for 31 points just as easy as anybody can. And then, you know, when, when the line is 40, you're fucked. You'll, you'll never hit. So I I would. One worry I do have uh, in regards to the Steelers, this could be the George Pickens blow up game. He's got all the physical tools in the world, absolute genetic beast and Claypool's gone. I still would take the saints, but this could be the game where Pickens says, yeah, I'm that guy. Uh, like I agree with what you're saying about pick-ins, but I'd be worried about pick-it. I know. Pick-ins he's got to get him the ball, and he's not doing that well. No, no I agree. Uh, my final pick, NFL pick, Dolphins minus three and a hook versus the Browns. Um, this is the last Jacoby Brissett game, I think. Um, and look, when it comes down to it, I just think – I think this Dolphins team is for real at this point. You know, they got Mostert and – Wilson. they traded for Jeff Wilson now to – Compliment Raheem Mostert, and both of those guys know the Mike McDaniel system, so I think the running back room is strong. I get that MVP is sort of like the MVP in the NFL and the Heisman Trophy bearing something like historic. It's who gets – what quarterback is going to win the award. Tyree Kill is the MVP in the NFL right now for me. I know Mahomes is great. Tyree Kill is going to surpass 2,000 yards. He's been that guy and more. has been worth every punny. Chubb looked good for them defensively last week. I mean, look, I think the Browns can keep this close, but I, I again, I just think the Dolphins are the better team. Even with Denzel Ward playing this week, it's his first game back uh, in a couple of weeks from a concussion. I'm just, I'm a real believer in this Dolphins offense, and I think they made some moves to solidify their defense. Jacoby Brissett maybe makes a mistake or two. Um, yeah, I'm on the two-way train. I 100% agree with everything you said. Um if I wasn't basing all of my picks on an algorithm from a guy that I've never met and it doesn't seem to be. What does the, that, algorithm, what does the algorithm say on the dolphins? Just out of curiosity. Well, that, that's what I'm about to say. So I would have picked this, but he has the, he's taking the dolphins, but by he has like numerical values associated with each of the teams. Sure. And he's got 24.55 associated with the Browns and 24.8 associated with the Dolphins. I'm realizing now that means nothing to anybody, but usually the differences are like one or two points, maybe four points for a bigger game. Um, This is 0.3 points. So that's red flag A and red flag B is this is a total fucking rat line. Miami's at home and they're only giving three and a half points and they look good. They're undefeated with two at the helm. The Browns look like shit. This doesn't make sense. Um, so I'm kind of happy I'm staying away from it. But if I was just going to bet like I normally do, I'd be on the Dolphins, which, by the way, is really bad news for you, Chase. Hey, man. Go to a go. All right. Your fifth and final pick. Last pick. This is a pick that I would never, ever take um, because this team has burned me so many times. I would never take it if I was betting for myself. But this week, this week, we're relying on numbers from a guy that I've never met and a, a Patreon account that I subscribed to an hour ago. 
Um, so I'm taking Green Bay Packers plus four and a half. The models got them to win outright. Uh, they're at home against the Cowboys. Um, the Packers suck for real. Let's all let's all accept that. I think every week I'm like, oh, you know, they, they always start slow. This is the week they come back. This is the week they come back. It's a le- it's it's November thirteenth when this game's going to happen. They suck. Like they're bad. But anyway, I'm taking them plus four and a half. The models got them out right, so I might even sprinkle some money line. We'll see. I don't. I don't. The Cowboys aren't aren't incredible. I don't, I'm not a believer in what they're doing at all. Um, but the, the Packers suck, and the, and the Cowboys aren't that bad. I guess the question becomes for this game, and I wouldn't touch it. Is who do you trust more in a revenge game, Mike McCarthy or Aaron Rodgers? I mean, usually the answer is Rodgers, but he looks atrocious, and he's been such a difficult to deal with dick all season. Um, it seems like that locker room's got to hate him. The whole thing seems like it's falling apart. Um, bad news over there. I, I'll, I'll trust McCarthy, and he's a bad coach. Yeah, that's what happens when you take ayahuasca and, you know, sign a big contract where your team can't upgrade a wide receiver and trade one of the best wide receivers in football. But I digress. Um, no guess this week. We got some time to fill. Anything you want to talk about? Um. I, I I should have read up on this model and given all the people, you know, a little bit of uh, insight into like how he's predicting these games. He's got these long blog posts with like slap shots of his code, which I probably wouldn't have understood anyway. Um, so maybe we'll do that at a later week. Maybe we'll try to get this model guy on the show. Um, hey, if, I'll, I'll make this promise. If I go over 500, um, and I don't have a losing week, and I think this would be my like fifth losing week in a row. Um, I will, I will promote the model on our Instagram page for all of our listeners. I'll go with. Uh, I'll give some uh, pop culture recommendations. How about that? Let's talk pop culture, baby. I've seen a lot of films. I'm watching the uh, first Black Panther in the background right now. Uh, I saw Black Panther two on opening night last night. Ooh, give us a review, movie review. Good emotional film. I would say a better film than it was a Marvel film. Very grounded uh, and into the characters. But I think all things considered, it was the best movie they could make given the circumstances. How do they address Chadwick Boseman's death? Is that a spoiler? The first three. No, I mean, he's dead. They address it in the first three minutes of the movie. Undisclosed. He, like dies, he dies off screen? Yeah. And then they ride those emotions all the way through. Oh, I mean, it's a, it's an emotional roller coaster. Um, two hours and 40 minutes. I was actually very proud of myself because I didn't have to pee during the movie. Um, I like timed my hydration throughout the day where I wouldn't have to pee at all. Um, but it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. 240 is a little long. I like, I think the sweet spot for these kind of movies is too long. It was long, dude. That's long. Um, other than that, other recommendations I can give, uh, for any Star Wars fans out there, uh, watch Andor. It's really good television. Yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. You know, it's nice to just have a Star Wars with no lightsabers and no Jedis and just, you know, focus on the underbelly, focus on the people. I prefer the, the lightsabers, but to each their own, I guess. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like a hardcore fan. You need, you're more of like the glitz and the glam and CGI. I'm a fake Star Wars fan because I like Luke Skywalker. That's uh, okay. Dude, Luke Skywalker was so like six movies ago. 
<laughs> yeah, six movies in 45 years. Yeah, they keep bringing them back for more. Uh, other than that, I will say um, good luck to the Mets on their Edwin Diaz extension. Um, he just surpassed Aroldis Chapman for the biggest relief pitcher contract in baseball history. Um, and if you know how it worked out between Aroldis Chapman and the Yankees, that's why I just say good luck rooting for you guys. Hey, you know what? I I love it. That guy's unhittable. He's absolutely electric. Um, so we're, we're happy to have him back. He was the best part of this season. And it was Will you buy a trumpet now that you know he's back for the next five years? Shit, I'll take lessons. I'm going to hold you to that. Um, all right, let's just recap the picks then. Dave and I are going to Dave and Buster's. Wait, wait. Yeah, I want to talk about Dave and Buster's. What game, and then we'll recap and then we'll go. What game are you looking forward to playing most? At I Dave think it Buster's? depends if I'm trying to like compete or win tickets and how much I'm willing to sweat. Because it's already raining out. Um, I would love to play some ski ball or pop a shot because that's always a good time. Um, but realistically, what I'm going to do is they have a deal or no deal game there. And I love that shit. Ooh, nothing gets your adrenaline going. couple drinks in. I and think you're like, all, oh, man, do I change my case I know. Out? I think we all as a collective need to pick a number and we'll just ride with it. Absolutely not. I'm a deal maker. I'll take that deal. You trust Howie Mandel? The guy's a germaphobe. You can't trust the, the, the ladies with the briefcases. What do you mean? Megan, Mer- Megan Merkel was one of those. She's the fucking queen now. And, now. and now she got her husband thrown out of the royal family. Untrustworthy, those briefcase ladies. You know, when you say it that way, um, you might be on to something. You know, what do I know? Um, all right, picks for this week. Louisville plus seven versus Clemson. Rams minus three versus Cardinals. Dolphins minus three and a half versus the Browns. Seahawks plus three and a half versus the Bucks. Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, Kansas, uh, plus three and a half versus Texas Tech. And one other note I should have forget to say, college basketball is back, and that's awesome. I love college basketball, but as a reminder to all of our listeners and, and would-be guests, uh, it is not permitted to uh, make that one of your picks. No, it's cool. I get the Pac-12 network for the first time in my life now, so I can watch our 1130 Eastern time games now. Hey, that's, it sounds like um, bad for your sleeping schedule. Yep. All right. Um, my picks. Oh, first, I guess I'll tell you my favorite Dave and Buster's games. Thank Chase for uh, not asking. It's pretty rude of you. Well, I just kind I of assumed you. you were going to follow up with it. No, you didn't even ask. It was rude. Um, it's the hello game where you get the gun and you know you shoot the monsters. I, I like to have a gun in my hand. Feels, feels, can't get that at home. It's very Republican of you. Well, yeah, it's a plastic gun and I'm shooting at screen. It's a little different. But, um, I, I have a question for you with your game playing tonight. I guess it's a two-part question. Um, yeah. Annie will be joining us. Will you, A, let her win at any games? And, no. Okay, follow-up. Will you be, if it's like a multiplayer game, will you be competing with her or against her more often than not? Absolutely not. Co- co-op games is, um, that that's that's for like, soft soft relationship you know gen z stuff no 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 co-op in here it's it's if you can't compete you got to get out can't take the heat get out of the kitchen absolutely no foo-foo shit all right Um, we'll be be at david buster soon updates to come i'm looking forward to a drink in an arcade game all right my picks um the model all of these picks again are based on an analysis 
that I don't understand by a guy that I don't know that a friend of a friend introduced me to. And I'm really excited about it because it's not coming from my own brain. And that's the best possible thing that could happen. So the picks Seattle plus two and a half bears minus three saints minus one and a half Packers plus four and a half Lakshmir of the week, by the way, because the model said so and Rams minus three. I'm going to give one more shout out. Do it. Um, I let you, I dropped Kenneth Walker, like a schmuck. You picked them up credit to you. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Deontay Foreman for making that sting a little bit less bad. Yeah. Good pickup. Yeah. When he jumped into the crowd last night, I had some choice words. Did you, did you pick him up? After somebody picked up Chuba. So, so McCaffrey got traded and he was out there and you grabbed him quickly. Yes. Belzone, uh, who's in last place was like, Oh, I picked up Chuba Hubbard. I got the backfield. I'm like, dude, he's not starting. So did you get that on waivers or was it like a quick fingers move? I think it was a quick fingers move. That Those are the ones that frustrate me the most because then, then it should have been me. I just got out hustle. I hate to get out hustle. You know me. I'm all about hustle, setting screens, grit, real grit guy over here. All right, David Busters, here we come. Football bets. Hopefully they go better. David Santola, I'm Chase Midorski. This is the Bagels and Locks podcast. Peace out, world. <laughs>